Hey. What's up, man? Not much. How are you? Good, man. Your light looks good. <laughs> yeah, I uh, had to get some lights. My room's too dark, so I had to get them anyway. But you invest in a little ring? Get a little ring light? Actually, no. They're just like these soft lights. But yeah. uh, I like them. They seem to work. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I'm moving around Ikea lamps. If you could see the other side of the screen right now, I'm just, I did nothing. Um, I'm in a garage. I'm in a garage and behind the laptop is just a sea of junk. And then I've cornered myself into the back corner of it, uh, <laughs> surrounded by lights and a desk. <laughs> wow. Well, I, uh, I appreciate all the hard work you've put into. <laughs> I put on my night sweatshirt. Yeah, I love it. Looks Thanks, great. Man. Nothing like a, a dark sweatshirt to make your face pop. Yeah, really make my pale face pop. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for doing this. Um, thanks for having me. I've enjoyed yeah. listening to the cat. Oh, you ha- you've tried it? I checked out too. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Oh, you got to do your homework. Yeah, I mean, sometimes people you know, don't. Um, the what? I got to know what makes you tick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, which episodes did you did you listen to? Uh, the last two. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, those were fun. Uh, yeah, sick. sick. Are you are you in LA, right? Yeah, I'm I'm in Glendale. Oh, we're not far. I'm in Eagle Rock. Oh shit! All right, that's awesome. Come on over. <laughs> Let's go share this small garage space with no ventilation. Yeah, we could uh, pack this up, and uh, I, I have an air purifier somewhere. I think that'll save us from the COVID. Yeah. Well, and you know the Spanish expression, me, no, me luces, son, <laughs> tu luces, my lights are your lights. Your lights, so, okay. So my lights are your lights, your lights are my lights, and before you know it, we're both lit like J-Lo over here. <laughs> yeah, you know... Um, Never again some community lights. Just when it comes to light bulbs, I'm pretty much a socialist. Yeah, what's a keynote between friends? <laughs> yeah, you spend all that money on a light. It's got to get used. Yeah, man. I, I, I think there are whole colonies, you know, like in the hills of, West Virginia that probably just share lights, you know, kind of like a, a Mennonite <laughs> people, but it, it's it's all bent on community sharing for social media postings, etc. Well, you know, I guess that's what Big House is. That's what those YouTube things are. They're just light communities. <laughs> yeah, and you know, honestly, I think this goes back forever. Like, what are the stars? You know, right. <laughs> there was everyone's lights <laughs> they're the original shared lights we don't say anything about the sun we don't try to apportion with our capitalistic principles about how much sun time you're going to get 
Right. It's communal life. It's the original communal life. Yeah. And boy, does it make you look good. Oh, yeah. And the warmth. Some sunlight. Yeah. It, it's probably the one light that beats walking down the Ikea lighting aisle in terms of like <laughs> blinding phosphorescent warmth. Yeah. Now, now it gives us power to power yeah. other lights for the community. It's full circle, man. It's full circle. Gotta love it. That's really what it's all about. <laughs> you ever get a, do you smoke pot? Sorry, I have. That's a do you, have you ever grown it? No, I know people who've done that. Is like, it the hydro hydroponic? No, like in high school, my buddy worked at a subway, and then he like figured out how to grow it in the back. <laughs> <laughs> like using the uh, the sub ovens, yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. That's really brilliant because it's totally plausible deniability to say like it was another subway employee. Like, oh, totally. there's like thirty equally likely candidates to have yeah. done it. Who puts wow. cameras in the back? No, well, and yeah, if you get busted, it's like we're all going down on this. I mean, <laughs> yeah, such a finger pointing <laughs> situation. Yeah, it's army rules. One dude fucks up, you all do push-ups. Right. Oh God, that's really that's really funny. That's like a good uh, modern day like office space kind of movie, <laughs> where like you know, because that the whole plot of that one is like they figure out some ATM banking algorithm that lets right. you take a penny from every account or whatever. But like the idea of like having a corporate front where everyone is just like growing one potted uh, marijuana plant and they're bottom right hand desk drawer <laughs> it's like a whole insurance company but they're just moving so much off the grid that's pretty good yeah i mean can work on yeah yeah and then um to fit it in the desk you could like develop technology to grow it sideways grow it horizontally <laughs> yeah out in la we have uh, tender greens and whenever i go to tender greens I'm always blown away that they grow some of their own um, herbs like to finish the salads, or at least they do it for optics. In the back, they have these columns that are almost like succulent growers, really? you know, and they have little blisters on them. Yeah, and yeah. they're just like 100 little heads of lettuce up this pole. But yeah, you just, <laughs> again, it comes back to sunlight access. If you just stack them like New York City skyscraper style, you can grow a lot of pot on one square foot. Damn. Yeah, instead of... Uh growing out you grow up exactly i love this yeah one thing i uh so i'm from like a, a suburb of philly and yeah. out out in the suburbs you know parking lots they just cover so much land like a farm was yes. sold they put in a shopping center there's like half a mile worth of square mile worth oh. of parking lot but then when i moved to the cities i was like Oh shit, you can put parking under buildings? Yeah. You could put it yeah. over buildings? This is great. Move up. I want more it's, land. It's so sad when you, not to bring the conversation right down, but when you really think about the logistics of that, it's just built in cost. Like a long time ago, people figured out the engineering of how that's possible, why it's efficient, but it is so expensive to add even one layer of cars on top <laughs> of a layer of cars. That you yeah. have to be a major metropolis to have like one parking garage. <laughs> like the cutoff on a city, you can go to like mid-sized suburbs 
like that have a downtown and stuff and they will have no subterranean or above ground parking. Like it, you have to hit like a critical mass of (laughs) to justify it. It's crazy. (laughs) We're like wasting so much land. But are you saying that potentially maybe there's a reclamation project where you're, you take a quarter of that parking lot, you grow our vertical pot towers by the way, I don't smoke pot, so this is going to be great for me because I, I don't either. Off the top, I, I used so, to, but I'm I'm a sober boy now, so this is good. This we are going to make so much money because we're going to have no temptation. We're going to be just ruthless mm-hmm. businessmen. We're going to be growing skyscraper pot on one little patch of parking lot land. That's going to finance the ability to dig and build up <laughs> with a parking garage. Yep. Multiple levels, which, by the way, is the name of the business. Multiple levels. Whoa. Multiple levels of cars, multiple levels of industry. Um, I'm in. I, I don't yeah. know if you're in, but I'm in. I, I'm totally in. Maybe our tagline could just be like, it's all about height. Yes. But we like highlight high yes. in there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Get higher. Yeah. yeah. Get higher. Things are, things are looking up. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, the pot industry is the ultimate industry because all your customers are fucking high. Like, oh, for sure. And they don't know what they're buying. So well, because it's like it's clickbait when you're scrolling through and you're and you're a little high. Like that's some good quality shit. Um, and everything's I remember, made up. I I've worked a lot with uh, Sarah Silverman, and she. I think she maybe now is an investor in one of them or or whatever. She's affiliated with one of the brands, but it's one of the ones that like, I think their two major initiatives are to be like sustainably grown, but also to have um, responsible hiring practices. Like they'll, they'll, they'll hire people who were convicted on stupid drug charges in the nineties and things like that. (laughs) That's pretty cool. uh, Yeah. It's pretty great. It's pretty cool. And like, altruistic pot. I mean, what a brilliant industry. Like, <laughs> you feel good about doing good. It's, it's like kind of, it almost makes me feel bad that I don't smoke weed. It would certainly improve my mellowing and my personality probably. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have like a moral justification. I don't know what's stopping me. Yeah. I mean, it would be giving back to the community. Yeah. I just, I, the only reason I don't is every time I've dabbled, I've just, I've had like really embarrassing. <laughs> like one time I was at a show and they gave out like those Listerine strip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was the, the dead of summer in LA and I took it home. I didn't try it that night, but then like a few days later I tried it and I had left it near my windowsill and apparently the five strips had melted into one. Oh shit. And I thought it was one. <laughs> <laughs> and so like it, it wasn't even fun because I just immediately felt like garbage. Like I felt like <laughs> I had eaten trash uh, <laughs> straight out of the disposal. And uh so that was miserable. And I remember just like laying there sweating and being miserable. And then the other time was like my bachelor party, somebody brought like really nice chocolate, like artisanal chocolate. And okay. they were like, just take a cheese grater and just a little. And then, you know, you just yeah, yeah. do it and lick it and it's great. And I was like, okay, okay. Anyway, I brought it home and uh, my wife was like, I'll try it. And I was like, hey, babe, it's kind of a cliche <laughs> to do too much edibles because people don't know what they do. Like I was acting yeah. like I was talking about. 
And I ended up doing too much. And I was like, I had to be like paced around our little (laughs) apartment. And I like called the guy who had made the chocolate and asked if I should call the cops or call call 911, but tell them not to send an ambulance. Because my breathing was so So anyway, it's not that I have anything against it. I just, it leads to embarrassing situations for me. Well, you know, that brings up uh, something that I'm very passionate about, even (laughs) though I don't uh, do drugs or drink anymore, is that if you're making edibles into tasty treats, right? right? If you're putting drugs into tasty treats, why not dose it so that I can have a full brownie? Yes. Because who wants to eat one bite of a brownie? Honestly, it's not enough. It's a brilliant point. And I have to believe that somebody is aware of that and that it's either considered like cost inefficient or something, you know, like mm. now we're now we're in the candy making uh, business and we have to like quantify it. <laughs> or when you see the, the, the ad on the menu or whatever, that the potency is so low that people are like, oh, the mm. potency is so low. But it's just a mental game because like what a, it sounds like a perfect buzzing experience to just like keep it right there and pop in like more than two gummy bears, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, or like I'm um odd friends. I've been uh pretty big on nicotine gum lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe that's a thing. I don't know if there's available for drugs. I don't but know. That, that's what like microdosing is, right? I guess so. Man, look at us. We really know <laughs> what we're talking about. The sober guy and the loser. Um, yeah, sober guy and loser and things that we could have easily looked up. <laughs> but this is the thing. You have a video rolling. So like, I know if, if my hands go to those keys, oh, right. fraud, I'll be a fraud. You're but a I'll fraud. look it up after. And your, your listeners can look it up for themselves. And they'll steal the idea. Yes. And that'll be, that'll be on you. Will it be on me or will it be on them? <laughs> well, I mean, it is fraud, but you're, you know, you put it out there in the open. You didn't, you didn't raise the finger to Google. That's true. That's true. And I think I can go on Parler and find a few people who will fight Google with me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. More than a few. More than a few. <laughs> no, I, it's, it's, uh, I, I've, I've always been lame. I'm like lame in my DNA. <laughs> and, um, and even when I think I got it figured out, I realized like, Oh, I'm kind of a poser. But then like, I, we, we have like a one and a half year old and, uh, the dad level has just like amped it all up. Like I'm sitting on a heating pad right now. <laughs> yeah. I tweak my back. And that's actually a pretty badass story. You want to hear the badass story of how I tweaked my back? Fuck yeah. So I was changing a light bulb. Wait, real quick. You put on like cool ass Clint Eastwood in his heyday face. Yeah. <laughs> you're telling it. That's great. It's pretty cool. <laughs> so I was changing a light bulb. And that's it, man. I was changing the <laughs> light bulb and I tweaked my back so bad. <laughs> I had, I cried. I had to bed and cry out for my wife to help me <laughs> get in an upright position and and find Advil. It's it's uh 
it's definitely in my DNA, but I'm really afraid that I'm going to like age super like fat, like Benjamin Buttony, like, <laughs> but in lameness, like I'm like, right. yeah, so it's okay. I mean, it, it gives me a thing. Otherwise I just wouldn't even have a thing. It definitely makes you special in a certain way. <laughs> like I living in LA, I actually always get excited when people ask me where I'm from because I get to say Ohio, which is like nothing. It's, it's, I might yeah. as well get air. Uh, <laughs> but that's kind of interesting compared to New York and LA and Chicago. You know, I can, I can have a thing which is lack thereof. Yeah, yeah, and when you say New York or LA, people already have a picture in their mind. When you say right. Ohio, you get to paint that picture of and just it, flat, yeah. straight roads. and Yeah, and the painting changes so much for the position I'm in. So, like, if I'm, like, trying to validate myself as, like, uh, folksy, I can be like, I'm from Ohio. Like, I literally <laughs> had neighbors with farms. <laughs> and then if, if I wanted to be like metropolitan or woke or something, I'm like, look, I'm from Ohio, but like there are cities in Ohio, asshole. Like I <laughs> went to a good school. I, you know, like, <laughs> but it's so funny because it's like, I just refuse to pick a lane. It's just whatever will serve me in that moment. What, what's the, uh, what was the nearest city to you in Ohio? Dayton. Okay. And I might as well say air. Dayton is literally <laughs> in book. As like a stock place to be from. <laughs> I remember uh, we. I have family in Michigan, and yeah. So we would road trip through Ohio all the time. And growing up, to me, that that's all Ohio was was like you just drove through it to get yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost um, better to be a flyover state than a drive-through state. It's true. Because <laughs> at least like a flyover state. It leaves something to the imagination. But if you've driven through, yeah, you did see it. You kind of did. I mean, maybe from a distance of highway. But uh, yeah, I mean, we have some stuff. The Wright brothers are from there. Okay. Um, that's that's kind of my one go-to. <laughs> There's some good music. Guided by Voices. The Breeders. Members of The Breeders. Kim Deal. There, okay. There's well, yeah. Ohio. <laughs> what happens? I got to be careful having me on a podcast. All roads lead back to Ohio. You're at a party, a little wallflower. Someone comes over. It's like, hey, man, like, why, what are you doing over here? You want to like hang out, talk? You're like, yeah, I'm from Ohio. And they're like, sick. Uh, <laughs> right on through. It's a drive through, it's, it's uh, a flyover. Ohio and you don't smoke pot? I know. <laughs> <laughs> it helps. I also don't do any gaming. <laughs> <laughs> no gaming? No gaming. I watch a little bit of sports, but not the ones that people follow. Like I'll watch college basketball, but not professional. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I'm right there with you. I don't yeah. really watch any sports. Sometimes I'll watch like old skateboard competitions fun. or um, like weird snow Olympics yes. games. Yeah. Like, uh, or I remember when, like when ESPN two would show like world's strongest man 
Yeah, uh, yeah. That I do. I can still get sucked in by that. Sometimes it feels like like after whatever MXC that Maximum Strange Challenge. It feels yeah. like so many <laughs> game shows kind of figured out that that's like wash watchable, and they kind of um, diluted it down to something kind of glossy. You know, like uh, I feel like there's a handful of shows now that are like novelty stunt shows or yeah and i have no beef with them it's just kind of funny that it went from being like this found gem that was imported to like <laughs> hmm, abc figured out how to make fun, which is fun yeah i mean that was a great show yeah um but you know i i, I don't know how long netflix has been doing this but they came out with their own show like that oh really uh ultimate beast master Oh man, they even like took a take on the name, huh? Yeah, but the it, it's like a global competition, oh, and wow. so they have hosts from all around the world, and the hosts don't give a fuck. They're just drinking. They're fucking with each other. <laughs> Wait, what's it? I'm actually reading what's it called? Ultimate Beast? What? Beast Master. Okay. Um, I think like Stallone is a producer on it. Um, fascinating. But uh, did it, uh, was it trying to be cute or clever? Well, no, it's just like it's like Ninja Warrior, but it's yeah. like a new version, right? Um, but some of some of the obstacles are like, fuck you, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an insurance lawsuit. Yeah, I mean that was a lot of fun. Of MXC was just like, oh they're falling on these pylons that are wrapped in styrofoam. <laughs> yeah. And these people are definitely going home with internal injuries. And uh, it just felt so unhinged and unfiltered and un unplanned. Like it felt like uh, your summer um, camp put together an obstacle course, <laughs> but like the counselors weren't part of the conversation. And then, and then like the VO overdubs and stuff were so crazy. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm sure if I watched it again, I'd be like, Oh, it's kind of a problematic show. <laughs> uh, Probably. <laughs> but it did as a uh, teen uh, drinking Mountain Dew in the basement or whatever. Oh yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. What yeah. We have to remind all the kids that, uh, all we had was being able to choose channels of what was already playing. Yes. And that was on loop. So Spike TV. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it did really feel like you were getting away with something. Like I remember getting, this was later, this is like high school, but like getting um, on eBay VHS dubbed copies of the like UCB sketch show. Oh shit. And then just thinking like, oh, now I'm like, oh, that is fascinating. I was just buying like, Someone had recorded them off of Comedy Central when it was airing, and now they were reselling <laughs> these Maxwell VHS tapes. There was also things like, um, I remember that on my grandma's TV that she had left in our basement, if you kept going up past where the channels ended, you would get the scrambled satellite channels after a certain number. Yeah. And so, like, you know, you'd be able to make out that it's a movie. And then, of course, like, after hours, you would yeah and like i remember thinking that was like porn and it would literally be like scrambled static yeah every once in a while like uh what might have been a butt or an elbow <laughs> would come into view and just blow your mind um 
And then one time I remember we, I had friends over, no, I actually wasn't even at my house. We were at someone else's house and it clicked in clear. Just like, I don't know what happened, you know, maybe oh, connection. And this tells you me, <laughs> <laughs> I was the one making the case that we should turn it off in case the parents were getting charged. And they were fucking <laughs> 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 very yeah. afraid yeah and then just like staying up all hours just waiting to see the uh girls going wild actually follow up on their promise that we'll see something crazy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's literally an advertisement that is running almost free slots of time I <laughs> you, you're seeing the extent of what's going to happen yeah i do think that probably messed up our generation like in terms of our relationship with sexuality. That's like, that's a weird, that's a lot of weird things. Not to say that it would be any better or easier now, like, because kids have way too much access probably. But I don't know that it was any healthier to like be exposed to some weird predatorial Girls Gone Wild ad during yeah. infomercials. That, that just, I can see how that would just scramble brains. Yeah, well, and it was like high energy, and right. it was just if you show up with a camera and a hat, <laughs> the things that'll happen. <laughs> hey, you're forgetting one important ingredient: hmm. light. You gotta have that light. I'm so glad you said it. I didn't want to force it, but it's there, and people need to remember. <laughs> well, and in their case, I'm sure they were using the sun, natural lighting, because they couldn't yes. have. They didn't have that communal. Well, at least for the spring bait break editions. <laughs> well, um, we're going to pivot for a second. Pivot on. Um, I mean, we've covered a lot here, but, you know, I brought you on for a very special reason. Because mm -hmm. um, you've talked about it before. Some more obscure interviews <laughs> locations um but i figured bring it here bring it now to 2021 the future people need to hear this again um why is it that you think bobcats should go back to robert cats mm. Mm. you want me to step right in huh oh yeah you want me to get Letters, you want me to get ostracized by society. You will stop at nothing to get the truth out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would appreciate you uh, diving in and releasing some truth, right? Well, especially because, in these times. Well, I look, I can't help but tell the truth. That's just how I'm programmed. But the real. The real risk is to the person giving the platform because I'm used to the media storm that comes with talking about this. Like, I live there. You know what I right. mean? If I step into controversy, that's just a Tuesday. You know, that's sure. I, I know that I'm in the public eye. I know that these are the, the questions that people are going to be looking to me for my take on. But the people I most often feel bad for, Tom, are people like yourself who unwittingly stumble into the firestorm. You know, um, 
it's 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 the Joe Rogan giving the platform to sure XYZ. I'm often uh uh compared to him. To Joe? So I understand, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess you're kind of living in a compound. Yeah, and, and uh, I enable every guest despite yeah. their views. Yeah, and you're you're kind of aggressively apolitical. Um yeah. and yet by your very nature political. Well, I mean, look, I'm glad you're willing to go there because I'm I'm sure as hell game. I mean, hell, I'm from Ohio. Yeah. This is this might as well be the Wild West, you know, the very front of <laughs> the Northwest expansion. The gateway was through Ohio. So I come from a land where Robert Katz were, you know, as ubiquitous and as common as the gray squirrel uh, or a river. Or, you know, you would walk out of your your cabin or your, you know, your abode, your your, your clay hut, your your teepee, whatever it was. and you could walk right up to a Robert Cat and say, "Hey, how are you?" You know that was that sure. was a different time, and it really goes back to the white man. Uh, as far <laughs> as the renaming, so we're in, we're complicit in this, whether we like it or not. Right? Uh, there's an Anglicanization of everything that European society touches, and we're we're talking we're we're talking Robert Cat. We're starting in you know the 1800s, you go back beyond that, there are names before Robert. There are names that we can't even pronounce that aren't in our tongue. Holy shit. That you've never heard. Uh, I certainly have, but I, I don't want to defile them with my failed pronunciation. Um, and, and I think that's where this all comes from. So the least we can do, the least <laughs> we can do as a society is at least refer to these cats by the name that they prefer. Oh. And as a as a as a a man, a white man, an Ohio suburban white man, I've at least taken the time to occasionally reach out and talk to these cats. And I believe in a dialogue. Sometimes it's one-sided. Sure. Okay. Sometimes you don't get a lot back, but the process of listening has made me realize that we need to give these these beautiful animals, beautiful animals, <laughs> the space and the name that they prefer. I mean, let me ask you: Can you name a more beautiful animal than a a, a, a Robert cat? You almost said it. See that you. Yeah programmed you're brainwashed you can't even get the rrr out you want to shorten it you want it to be quick you want to be efficient it's but yes yeah. can you name a more beautiful animal uh not off the top of my head right now no oh, try try what's the most beautiful animal well to me or to just in general to you. objective to you because it is subjective it is subjective um beautiful i mean 
birds are kind of cool. Wrong. You're so fucking wrong. <laughs> it is the stupidest. A bird? What about like dogs or a horse? Okay. okay. I love dogs. I don't own one. I never owned one as a child. Family wouldn't let me have them. Something about my dad's allergies. Mm. But dogs can fucking take a chill. They get so much attention. <laughs> and all they are are, again, a domesticated and adapted uh, a form of, of canine that we feel comfortable enough with in our home. And therefore, they're the preferred species. Same with a okay. cat. Take your house cat. Again, I have nothing against them, but they're stupid. They're a waste of everyone's, you know, house air sure. uh, and, and air purifiers and air conditioning uh, filters. They, they ruin everything because they're just a domesticated version of something akin to a Robert cat, an unfiltered <laughs> specimen of virility and agility. Let me ask you this. Were you ever a, a scout? Like a boy scout? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. What I was level a cub scout get? and a boy scout. Um, ooh. I did not go to Eagle. Hmm. Nor did I. And why would you? A fucking stupid bird? No, thank you. <laughs> I'll tell you what level I loved. I'll tell mm. you the best of the levels. Bobcat. Okay. Bobcat. I have a problem with the name. I like the spirit of the idea. I believe, if I remember correctly, you had Cub Scouts. Then somewhere in the order, it was something like Wolf, Bobcat, Bear. Might have those out of order. But I remember that that, the time that I felt most at peace with myself, right around nine, (laughs) where where I felt like I understood it all, right there in that sweet spot. And I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that is our Earth Mother reminding us who's boss. Wow. And and so is this... um... Um, is this just like a general animal rights or respecting their wishes or is it like specific to only Bobcat or okay. Robert cats? Like are, are there other, uh, uh, names that other animals would prefer to go by? <clears throat> well, as I've already stated, I, as far as I'm concerned, most, most members of the animal kingdom can kind of go to hell. I don't, okay. I I think there's a kindred connection that I feel, but yes, if, if, if we're, if we want to fixate, um, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think the most, well, here's one kind of an exotic example. It doesn't get as much attention because they're, you know, as you and I both know, you can't, you can't get away from Robert cats. I mean, they're one of the most discussed (laughs) things in the world. You know, it's like probably like Trump, I don't know, like NFL football, Kanye West, Robert Katz is usually like the fourth or fifth trend on Twitter. 
constantly. But somewhere deeper and you know buried in the in the cultural conversation is the toucan. And <laughs> for me, I think that's a bastardization of the three can because the three can. I think it was one of those things where the the naming society, the the the, the zoologists of the time wanted to diminish the toucans, the three cans role in the birding universe. And so it was, it was a form of oppression, a, a subtle jab uh, numerically at its spot in the hierarchy. Um, but again, it, I just believe that the animals should essentially be able to name themselves. Okay. And until we empower all members of the animal kingdom to name themselves, what are we doing? We're projecting our own beliefs and biases and human um, sounds onto an animal that is totally capable of walking up to it, asking it what it wants to be called, and then respecting that and passing on that news to our fellow human. Wow. And, you know, is there... I, I feel like you'd be leading a, a huge movement right here. Like, sure. have you start to establish any sort of underground community? Well, or... I've, tr- I've been trying to, yeah, I've been trying to draft off of existing communities, QAnon, um, sure. various subreddits, just people that I think um, are smart enough, uh, grounded enough, and um, yes, um, malleable enough to turn this into a movement. Cause I did, you know, it's hard to come out on a podcast like yours and just state it flatly for the general public and the right. masses. And I found that if you can already have a pre existing, you know, group of like-minded people beating that drum again on the animal's behalf in conjunction with the animals. I mean, the, the biggest movement I've built, is in the animal community. I think it was something like, the last stat I saw, I think our live stream was up to something like 450 to 500 uh, unique streams a day from the Robert Cat community. Um, And that's just them stumbling upon people's laptops and phones that are left in a park or uh, a trash can going through the... (laughs) arduous process of learning how to use their paw prints to both unlock the phone, navigate to a web browser and find my site. Uh, right. wow. Robert Katz, yeah. Uh, Robert Katz for justice.org. Um, and, uh, and so you figure that's, that's 450 Robert Katz right there. And we've only existed for 25 years. Wow. So you're, uh, wow. It, it, it's amazing that, you're able to get the word out and train all of these Robert cats to use this human technology. Well, look again, this is, you're using your white man words training. <laughs> you're making me the hero in this, in this narrative, uh, which I appreciate. Don't right. get me wrong. Um, uh, I'm a huge fan of the hero's journey. I'm a huge fan of, of the power of narrative and, and kind of selling people on a, a larger idea. But these, this is, this is not my mission. This is the Robert Katz mission. I'm just a, a, a vegetable 
vestibule. I'm just a, a vehicle for their cause. And I'm trying to use my platform. I mean, I, I haven't checked my Twitter lately. I, what am I up to? Almost 10,000 followers. Almost. I got it. So I'm just using that enormous platform, um, which I tweet from approximately once to twice every four months. I'm just trying to use those, those avenues that I'm blessed with to give uh, uh, an animal voice to the animal. Does that make sense? Wow. So what you're saying is you're just doing your part with what you got. Thank to get you. this word out. Honestly, I don't think I've ever heard a more beautiful phrase. Well, I'm, 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 I'm happy to have provided it for you. Oh, I just, again, the fact that you had the, the cojones to go there, because I'll tell you this right now, you know, the, the first people you're going to hear from are, are your, your, your corporate stooges, you know, who don't want this message out, you know, right. it's contrary. Think about, okay. Think about this. Think about all the bobcat paraphernalia, all the bobcat merchandising, the bobcat toys. You know, the number one toy of the year, almost every year, is bobcat. <laughs> you know, the bobcat toilet paper, the bobcat souvenir at the, the Grand Canyon. All of that bobcat merchandise is offensive. Not to me. Again, I could give a shit. Yeah, but yeah. And if, if you take away that portion of Jeff Bezos's profits, if you take away that portion of, uh, of Netflix's, you know, streaming audience that exclusively buys Netflix subscription for that famous Bobcat search tag, you know, that, that's, that's their channel, essentially. If you, I mean, I don't have to, you know, you think about the, whole, the Bobcat network, one of the most... Yeah, it's on every platform, you know, from Hulu to, to Spectrum. You, you talk about rebranding on it. That is a multi-thousand dollar uh, a decade industry. And wow. if they lose that, you better believe they're coming for you. You better believe they're turning off your lights. They're, they're, they're cutting your power. <laughs> you know, this is, honestly, it's perfect timing because I was going to ask if there were any people or animals that are fighting against the cause mm. um, or even trying to slander you, uh, what kind of stuff they're saying, but it seems like yeah. a lot of, not, the, yeah, I'm sorry. No, uh, go ahead. I, I, there are a couple and I can enumerate, but where there's another part of that question. Well, cause I was just going to say, it seems like it goes beyond big tech. Uh, uh, so it's just big corp. Yeah, well, uh, and then I, what sickens me, because of fucking liberal elite Hollywood, <laughs> you have this whole network of famous Roberts who mm. don't want their name to be associated with something bigger than them. So wow. you have your Robert Downer, Johnny Jr.'s, your Robert Duvall's. Uh, De Niro. And, your Robert De Niro's, um, you know, the list goes on as long as the list of Roberts, you know. 
to to a man, uh, so many of them uh, have spent their better part of their uh, careers quietly funding initiatives to suppress, you know, what these cats are trying to do. And, and then, you know, what makes me sick is you, what's the number one documentary, of course, Tiger King. And that's just one of those things where you're like, oh, these poor tigers, oh, this crazy tiger, man, tiger, tiger, tiger. You know, that, that's, I think it's a, a redirection of the focus off of where the heat really is. Wow. Now, did, did the community take that as a direct slap in the face? Or is it like, oh, there's opportunity, it might come our way too? Well, I mean, God love them. Uh, down to a cat. They, you know, all they can seemingly think about is, you know, where's my next mouse going to come from? Where's my, you know, how will I put fish on my dirt? Um, <laughs> and so it's like it's a privilege for you and me to you know take an hour out of out of our day to to really think about it on these kind of highfalutin intellectual levels but for them it, it's it's a thing that they they can't give the time of day two because they're looking over their backs for a larger predator. And meanwhile, the real large predator, that's you and me. Holy shit. That's insane. Oh, thanks, man. I mean, not really saying thank you. I, I am merely a vehicle. Well, and you've been able to really put it into words that I understand. Oh, yeah. Try to use shorter syllables. Right. Thank you. I know I appreciate it. (laughs) Uh, Look, have I been recognized in their world um, with a series of awards? Yes. I mean, just last week, um, uh, the carcass of a small possum arrived at my door and I was, you know, I was touched. I was moved. It's got a place in my, in my house above the mantle because it's like a representation of, uh, it's not why I do it. Right. But the fact that, you know, every once in a while I'll find, uh, uh, two rocks, um, or a stick or, uh, a, a muddy paw print um, in my general vicinity. And I just know without having to see it left there, you know, a pile of shit, I just know (laughs) that's for me. And it's a way to say, thank you. And I'm not just talking Robert cat shit. If I see uh, a pile of mule dung or uh, a small (laughs) earthworm, little squiggly of, uh, um, worm feces they could leave that anywhere and the fact that it's left you know in my yard or on my windshield uh, is just a little hey man when you help one of us you help all of us and again it's not about me it's not about the animal kingdom I'm just trying to remind people that Robert Cats are totally capable of opening their mouths and saying exactly what they want to be called 
and articulating it directly to a human public who should abide by it. Wow. That, that's amazing. And I, I think I agree with the Robert Katz and the mules and the earthworms that your pursuits are noble. And I think you really are making waves uh, when telling humans about this. Oh, thanks. Uh, and it, I also think it's nice that they're showing, you know, silent recognition of you. Right. That, that's right. pretty powerful. It speaks volumes. Well, and I, I don't know if I'm going out on a limb here, but what you're alluding to, I think I owe you a thank you because I did, I did get your package yesterday. It was in a white paper bag. I think you lit it on fire for effect. Is that oh, yeah. You know. Ah, well, thank you. I mean, because the it, for you to to leave a, a a bag of your own personal feces in the style of the animal kingdom, sure, and a, a brown paper bag, a little nod to American uh, human uh, engineering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I mean, that's one of the reasons I agreed to do the podcast. Yeah, I. You know, I'm. Really glad you appreciated it. I I heard whispers that that might be something you uh, it might resonate with you. <laughs> What's that? Has it gotten out there that I'm into shit? <laughs> I mean, uh, you kind of opened up about that just now and shared in many words that you do appreciate the waste of any creature. <laughs> 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 especially when it's left in your path. Yeah, well, and if you want to put my address on your message boards or whatever. Yeah, totally. You know, I'm not asking for it, but... Right. Wow, what a sweetheart move. Well, I'm, you know, I'm, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of like blushing. I'm glad you really liked my gift. It took some work yeah. and some aim, but... <laughs> <laughs> it always does. Yeah, Anything like, in life worth doing takes a little work, a little aim, and you got to be hydrated to do it. That's my grandfather taught me that, and I think it's true. <laughs> wow, that's an incredible message. Um, you know, speaking of like advice, um, while you're here, I you know figured we should get you any takes you have for these special people out here who need a lot of help. Um, I have a, a specific situation mm. that a listener was wondering about. Um, and so I was wondering since, I mean, you, despite being pale, you are good looking, oh. you are from Ohio and that brings some unique experiences and some unique insights, uh, from Ohio to the big city of Los Angeles. Uh, you do comedy, you write, you produce, you're a family man, mm. um, and you're a man of all the Robert cats. So I think all this brings, uh, a unique perspective to the situation. Uh, what, what would be your advice to anyone who leaves their turn signal on all the time? Now, I'm going to say this. It's going to sound harsh. Okay. Is it appropriate to say 
kill yourself or is that is that's probably not helpful but it is advice you right. are well qualified maybe overqualified right um i just i i i kind of i mean maybe we can edit that out and then we'll just jump right into this answer <laughs> which is bullshit but i'll say it for the purpose right. of making this insane idiot feel a little bit better about their pathetic failing. Right. Uh, yeah, like if that's level one, what would be like level two? What would be yeah, a step uh, below that? Okay. So I'm going to, I'll count down and then I'll just reset. Sure. Three, two, one. Oh, bless their heart. Yeah. That darn it. Isn't that a, <laughs> I mean, who, who hasn't done that? You, you know, you pull up to the stop sign at the end of your block. You turn, and somehow your steering wheel doesn't have the automatic mechanism that turns the turn signal back off when oh, yeah. it goes back straight. That's not your fault, right? That's Toyota. So <laughs> I guess for starters, I'd write to the manufacturer of your automobile because sure. they're making you look like a goddamn... <sighs> so we're going to have to edit there again. Uh, <laughs> Look, <laughs> if you turn left long enough, you'll end up headed in the direction you initially were going. Wow. And I think that kind of speaks for itself. I feel like a, a smart person, a smart person, a good listener, one of your listeners. Sure would hear that and they'll figure out what I mean. If you're listening to that now and you're saying, huh, that sounds like a kind of a trail off, nothing of a thought. I would encourage you to look inward and ask what, what you're not getting. Because um, one, I think it's very true. And two, I think it's a very smart, intelligent take on my part. Uh, and three, I think it's great advice. <laughs> Then I guess this is my own expansion on it, but uh, if you were to encounter someone on the on the road who has not turned off their signal, how should you deal with them? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna answer honestly first. Yes. Can I ram them off the road with my fucking F-150? Yeah, I mean, I feel that I, too. I feel like it might. Well, what do you think? I mean, I feel like if I say that, it's just like I'm the asshole, even though I'm being logical, and it's yeah. you know one fewer person on this overcrowded world, and certainly, rightfully, I just feel like for my like PR kind of public, right, right, right. Not, um, maybe should I just count down again and all? Yeah, you know, I. I definitely agree with you on that passion and right. We in the know. moment I feel that way. Yeah. 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 It just like the reaction to an idiot, an idiot. Sorry. Might hear that ass. and they might yeah. project on us. That hurts our viewership. That hurts our phone. So yeah. Okay. Uh, three, two. Oh, bless their heart. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> because 
it's just, it's an honest mistake. And God knows, you know, I've left the oven on for two days <laughs> um, with my child in the kitchen, you know. Uh, so we all pull, you know, idiotic blunders. Um, but I guess, you know, I would give them, I give them the, the friendly honk, you know, the bang, bang. Right. And if they're not so stupid, uh, if I got their attention, I'd probably give them a, you know, roll down, bring the window down. And then I would, honestly, I would just try to remind them that one, they're not the only human being on the entire face of the earth. Two, a lesser person might run them off the road with their fucking F-150 for doing this. Yes. And three, I am a saint for having the restraint to have this conversation with them right now. And four, would they kindly remove or would they kindly turn off uh, the turn signal become, before I come in and forcibly remove the lever from their car? And I find that if you take that attitude, that kind of bubbly, fun, hey, neighbor, right, right. If you take that attitude, you can usually get through that list of four without any without any problems. And a lot of times they'll thank you for it. I've had people, I, I've shared that advice with them, just like I just delivered it now. They'll give me whatever they got in the car, cupcakes for their grandkids. They'll, you know, hey, you want a water bottle? I got one of those bags I give to homeless people. You take it. Um, uh, so I, I just find you got to kill them with kindness. As much as you want to kill them with your car because they deserve it, try to take that um, measured approach. Wow. And it's... Um it shows a lot about your character to show that much strength and restraint thanks. when dealing with uh, people like that. Oh, thanks so much, man. I mean, yeah. it means, a, means the world. I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, do you have any last words on Bob Cat or <laughs> Robert Katz? Have we touched everything? For a second, I thought I've, my head just went straight to, do I have any last words? Like, have I premeditated... My last words that I plan to say before I die. Hey, we could go with that. Um, I mean, one, certainly I would just get it out of the way. I did it all for the Robert Cats. <laughs> but then as a joke, as a joke, just so you, in case you have to clarify it for anybody else, I'd probably throw in there something fun like, but I also did it for the Nookie. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would age well. And I also think <laughs> it would be hilariously funny for like generations and generations to come. So that if the kids, you know, from your classroom have to go visit the grave of the great Robert Cat champion, David Ferguson, they get a laugh too before they go back to their, you know, boring classroom. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's the legacy I want to leave behind. I hope that answers both questions. Yeah, I'm... Wow. I, I just feel, feel filled with knowledge and I actually feel more confident to go outside today <laughs> face the world. This is well, great. I, don't know, I don't know if I should be, I mean, like we're kind of supposed to stay inside. <laughs> <laughs> I Mask guess on. Right. I'll I guess that's kind of like a danger of my, my power is 
you know, I, I become part of the problem. I'm sending you out there. You're so fired up. You're oozing with liveliness that you inspiration. <laughs> I'll break all the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I have a new passion now. <laughs> this always happens. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on and uh, making me and all of my listeners go outside maskless. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. In the episode description, you can find links to follow me, today's guest, and force opinions on social. For updates, clips, and graphics based on the episodes, follow Forced Opinions Podcast on Instagram. And while you're there, please feel free to DM ideas for me to use in future episodes. I'm excited to see what you all submit.